This is America on Par, a powerful bunch of political punditry in a pithy podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Parr. Thanks for tuning in and listening and sharing these podcasts with your friends all over the interwebs. I'm currently sitting in my office wearing a very comfortable pair of black Levi's jeans. They're my favorite jeans. I actually have four pair of Levi's and two of them are the classic 501 button fly jeans. It doesn't get much more American than that. And unlike another famous American brand, Nike, I do still plan on buying more Levi's jeans in the future. I have absolutely no desire to ever wear a Nike swoosh again. But while I'm a fan of their products, Levi's has a problem. It's the same problem most big companies have in America right now. And if they don't do something about it soon, they could become as abhorrent as Nike is to many Americans in the not-too-distant future. The internal problems at Levi's have been brought to light by a woman named Jennifer Say. Jennifer Say is a former gymnast for the U.S. gymnastics team. She participated in the Goodwill Games in Russia in the 1980s, and she remembers bringing along several pairs of Levi's jeans to trade with the Russians back when she was a teenager. She later started working for Levi's and over a 20-year career eventually became the president of the whole corporation. She quit last week. Why? Why did she walk away from a 20-year career with an iconic American brand? She said in an op-ed, quote, because after all these years, the company I love has lost sight of the values that made people everywhere want to wear Levi's. Jennifer Say has had a habit of being outspoken. There was an article written about her and the rest of that Goodwill Games gymnastics team from 1986. Say, who was then a teenager, was asked what she thought about some local summer campers coming in and watching the gymnastics team practice to get ready for the games. Quote, I think it's kind of stupid The always honest Jennifer Say said. Again, that was when she was a teenager. So being outspoken appears to be a lifelong habit. In her op-ed this week, Say talks about several of the political things she's engaged in while working at Levi. She campaigned for Elizabeth Warren. She spoke out about the murder of Ahmaud Aubrey. She even talked about the abuses that occurred in the U.S. gymnastics program and the damage it was doing to young girls. And not only did Levi's not get upset at her political speech, but it embraced her for it. Levi's considered her a hero. But then COVID hit. And as a mother of four, Jennifer Say started talking about the damage that school lockdowns were doing to children across the country. Quote, I wrote op-eds, appeared on local news shows, attended meetings with the mayor's office, organized rallies, and pleaded on social media to get the schools open. I was condemned for speaking out. This time I was called a racist, a strange accusation given that I have two black sons, and a eugenicist and a QAnon conspiracy theorist. She quickly went from being a hero at Levi's to being a problem 
at Levi's. I guess she understands how nurses who don't want to get the COVID vaccine feel now. Jennifer Say wrote, quote, In the summer 2020, I finally got the call. You know when you speak, you speak on behalf of the company, our head of corporate communications told me, urging me to pipe down. I responded, My title is not in my Twitter bio. I'm speaking as a public school mom of four kids. But the calls kept coming from legal, from HR, from a board member, and finally from my boss, the CEO of the company, I explained why I felt so strongly about the issue, citing data on the safety of schools and the harms caused by virtual learning. While they didn't try to muzzle me outright, I was told repeatedly to, quote, think about what I was saying. Jennifer Say says as long as she was speaking out on appropriate leftist ideas, she was embraced by the company. Support Elizabeth Warren for president? No problem. Speak out about the Ahmed Aubrey murder? Excellent. Question why kids have to miss school? Whoa! You're a racist right-wing nut job. Quote, In the fall of 2021, during a dinner with the CEO, I was told that I was on track to become the next CEO of Levi's. The stock price had doubled under my leadership and revenue had returned to pre-pandemic levels. The only thing standing in my way, he said, was me. All I had to do was stop talking about the school thing. She was then offered a million dollars to leave the company and stay quiet about why she was leaving. She said no to the money and kept her freedom to talk. Quote, I'll always wear my 501s, but today I'm trading in my job at Levi's. In return, I get to keep my voice. Look, this isn't a problem limited to Levi's. It's all of corporate America. Big business is beholden to big government, and to Twitter mobs. The marketing and HR departments of every major American corporation are today filled with leftists who use terms like birthing persons and Latinx and believe silence is violence and that we have to give BIPOCs safe spaces and don't see how that's simply reintroducing segregation. That mindset is one, factually wrong, and two, destructive to the soul of America. The problem is that the people in those marketing and HR departments and in the C-suites across the country are also on Twitter, and they seem to think that Twitter is representative of America. It's not. Twitter is like a drunken, anonymous audience at a slam poetry fest. They aren't going to snap for you, but they'll snap at you in a heartbeat. And because you have no idea who they are, they won't feel any pressure to be nice. Snark is king. But that's not how most Americans are in the real world. There was a saying we had in one of the newsrooms I worked in. We are not our audience. It was a daily reminder that if we were only thinking about things we liked and things that we in the newsroom were interested in, then we weren't doing our jobs. Or worse, we were doing our jobs wrong. We had to find out what the people who were tuning in every night were interested in or wanted to know 
in order to serve them correctly. And the only way to do that was to ask. And we didn't just ask them on Twitter. We went out into the community and met people face-to-face every single day. Twitter is not the average American consumer. The Twitter mob isn't buying what you're selling anyway. But the people in those positions in corporate America don't understand that. And that is why they fail. Here's Jennifer Say again. Quote, I love Levi's and its place in the American heritage as a purveyor of sturdy pants for hardworking, daring people who moved west and dreamed of gold buried in the dirt. The red tag on the back pocket of the jeans I handed over to the Russian girls used to be shorthand for what was good and right about this country. And when I think about my trip to Moscow so many decades ago, I still get a little choked up. But the corporation doesn't believe in that now. It's trapped trying to please the mob and silencing any dissent within the organization. In this, it is like so many other American companies, held hostage by intolerant ideologues who do not believe in genuine inclusion or diversity. Look, I I don't agree with all of Jennifer Say's politics. I think Elizabeth Warren would have made a horrible president. But that doesn't really matter. At the very least, she understands the most important political opinion is the belief that people have a right to have their own political opinions. Levi's, in all of big business in America, has forgotten that. The sooner they remember the most important liberty is the right to disagree, the better off they and our nation will be. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, make sure you subscribe either on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn. If you'd like to leave a comment, you could always do so on our website, AmericanGroundRadio.com. I'm Stephen Parr, and I can still see old glory flying over me. In the first light